300, 300 episodes. Look, if I can't be nominated for a Golden Globe 
or at the Golden Globes. At least I'm mentioned at the Golden Globes. So there yeah, you go. I mean, I've never been mentioned at the Golden Globes. I feel like it's <laughs> it was huge. Like I scream, I screamed. Oh, like, that's screamed. so cute. That's I was so, so excited. I felt so happy for you. Ep- you're very sweet. Episode 300. I mean, I've been stretching. I've been doing my breathing. I'm ready to get into it. Re- and you've been with us since the beginning of the journey. Like you yes. have been. Every, you know, every, every, let's say, 75 episodes, you'll pop in. And I, we've appreciated you. You're part of our, just like you're part of Ryan Murphy's ensemble. I would say you're part of our (laughs) ensemble. What an honor. If I could pick two ensembles to be part of, it is Ryan Murphy and you. I really think you're part of our repertory players. This is honestly, what a, what a, what a day. This is a banner day. Thank you for all of this. I'm so well, I'm excited. I'm so happy you're here. And I know Casey is so sad she's missing you. Um, I'm very sad to not be on with Casey. But you know what? We soldier on. We do. We do. Now, it's been so long since we've talked housewives. And we were, I was so upset this week because we, I even changed and made the podcast later because I was like, oh no, SLC, I didn't get my screener. Why are they holding on to it? Something good must have happened. They don't want me to spoil it. Like I was literally like, <laughs> raging at, I don't know, the Bravo gods, like what's happening. And then, and so I changed the time and everything. And then we find out that there just was no Salt Lake City reunion episode this week. So there's really, you know, we'll just talk in general, like what are your housewife's thoughts going on? Since you've been here last, do you have any wow. just big thoughts in the housewife's universe? I mean, so many things have happened. We have, you know, New York going the way of like old school and new school casts like that haven't. There's so many things. I'm just going to start talking. First of all, I want everyone to know that Danielle, most importantly, your hair is in a very good place right now. Oh, wow. I was just talking about it. Oh, I want to tell you something. No, no. The length is beyond and the color, it's gorgeous. I would call you blonde. I would say it's brown and blonde that that there's, there's like a, it's like a beautiful sort of honey brown, but then there's like a gorgeous blonde happening at the end. And I'm just very into it. And you've got inches and I'm trying so hard. You know what? Shout out to my hair, hair people. Mara Rosak is incredible. Oh, yeah. She's, she does, my, she cuts my hair and Danny Hernandez does my color. Like shout out well, to both. <laughs> honestly, they're, they're, you're, you're in a great place with your hair Thank and that's, you. that's half the battle in life. But honestly, it is. So it's so interesting that you say, I'm so happy that we get to talk in the generalities of housewives Please, because yes. I've been thinking about something quite a bit lately. You know, Ooh, okay. with the 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 news that, you know, for the latest girls trip that we're going to have Alex wow. McCord back, I which mean, I mean, that is a... I've been thinking about this on a daily basis. I'm, I mean, I'm, I don't even you, understand. Did you see that she went to TikTok or Insta the other day and was like, guys, give me hints about like the new girl. Like, what am I, what am I in for? Yeah. She's such a, she's such a nerd, poor Alex. Exactly. And she's been like off the grid in grad school in Australia. Johan and the other one are like 35. (laughs) It's going to be, it's, it's going to be tough stuff for her and it's, it's going to be tough to watch, but it's going to be great. But it, it made me think about the fact that you know, Danielle, you have a child, and anyone out there who has a kid knows this. My daughter just turned 16. Well, not oh just. She's God, now deep into it. 16. I know. It's, like, outrageous. And so, you know how sometimes a photo will pop up or someone will send you a picture of your child when they're very young, and it's like a knife to your heart? Like, it's a physical pain you can't even discuss. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so brutal to see them as babies. And yes. I have a similar feeling when I think about original New York because, <laughs> you know, I've always said, out of all my babies— And the shows are all my babies. Of course. New York is my favorite baby, and it always has been. And that's not the case any longer because now it's been destroyed. Now, you know, I do think like 
Ramona, I was thinking truly the other day, Ramona is like, if you took every Karen in the world and you distilled them into a very powerful serum, (laughs) that is Ramona. She is the distillation of every Karen that's ever screamed at anyone, at at any cashier, anyone in a parking lot, any racist who was mad at a black person for bird watching at a park. That's Ramona. Honestly, let's be frank. And so, you know, that, I feel like that energy sort of maybe poisoned the well. But when the fact that I think about and quote Scary Island minimally three times a week, it is a touchstone for me. I, you know, that twice a year I have a viewing of Scary Island. I you do sometimes. Do? I, sometimes I do it to ground myself. I do it to just bring myself back to center. Wow. I mean, you know, soft Johan face on the beach. Ah, Johan face. Yo- <laughs> soft Johan face. But all, I mean, go to sleep. I mean, these are all now such cliches. They're in our culture, but satchels of gold. Jelly, you know, eating her jelly bellies. Also, Jill Zarin walking in. Mm-hmm. And Alex McCord simply melting, simply being coming apart, coming undone upon hearing Jill weeping, you know, hi. I mean, that is, and also consequently, what's happened to Jill in her girls' trip and where I felt like it was a real, it was tough to see Jill in her how, iteration. How now. far we've fallen? Is that how you felt? How far we've fallen. And and just a, a meek Jill, a, a desperate Jill, a sad Jill. I mean. Jill walking into Scary Island was at her full power. And, and now, you know, it's just, so, so my point is I, I've been thinking a lot about New York and how I'm just sort of so saddened by where we're at now compared to the glory days of what we well, once nothing were. Can sti- nothing re- remains the same, you know, as mm. we know, mm. people, careers, um, the world mm. spin, spins on. And 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 it is tough. It's tough to look back at any glory days, I yeah. find. And those were the glory days. I mean, that restaurant meeting between, first of all, Kelly Ben Simone jogging in New York City traffic, yes. but that meeting of Bethany and Kelly, where Kelly says, You're up, I'm up here and you're down here. I mean, my soul left my body. I physically levitated. I vibrated on such a deep level when that happened. Every (laughs) dopamine receptor in my brain activated. The serotonin flush through my entire... You know, you have serotonin receptors all over your body, Danielle. Mm -hmm. It's not just in your brain. My whole body reacted. We don't get those highs anymore. We just don't. Also, it's that thing, and I think about this a lot too, Danielle, it's the early days where people didn't... People weren't seeing themselves in 4K on a high-resolution yes. television. People weren't... The glam squad wasn't in place yet. Yes. It just... Even if you think about, like, I was watching something of, like, Jenna Lyons, who you know mm, who she is. Mm-hmm. She's on, she's going to be on the new iteration of the Real Housewives of New York. I'm interested. Yeah, I'm very interested to see all that. But she has now supposedly been watching, like, the Housewives. Like, mm. I liked when they didn't have a template That's for it. who to be. Like, you know what I mean? And we're getting a lot of people who know, like, I like, and again, it's not like we're not getting good stuff. I mean, Potomac for me is, oh, is, is so good. That, like, hold that's, the phone. It, it, but, and Salt Lake City, not this season, but last season really had some crazy, or like, you know, just getting like a Mary Cosby in there really yep. changes. Yep. Like, so true. Someone, you know, like, so we do get these genuine people who are coming in yep. sort of not knowing what it is and we're getting their reality, whatever that re- yep. reality is. So true. And they think, and by the way, they come in thinking, oh, this is going to be fun. This will be great before they're entirely destroyed. Uh-huh. Exactly. And that is why... 
you know, we do still have greats coming and still have them. But yes, there is a naivete Mm. and a, you know, the good old days in terms of like, we just didn't know what we know now. There's an innocence to that time. Well, look, I I mean, look, and I love Kyle. And I think Kyle has always looked very beautiful. Mm -hmm. But when you see Kyle, you know, in her original iteration, you know, like I'm just Vicky, saying, like, Vicky and her Vicky, <laughs> Vicky's camera, all of them. It's just there's there's an innocence there. There's a sweetness. There's a there's a raw quality that we'll never get back. I Danielle. mean, even if you think to first season Atlanta, Nini, oh! him. I mean, like that. Oh! You know what I mean? Him like that with the bad wig, the wig that she just plopped right on her head, Big Papa. I mean, all of it. It's just. It's look. Here's the thing about housewives, and it's the same thing with children. We mourn, we move on. Yes, yes. But it is good to look back with with laughter and with tears at <laughs> who we were. <laughs> sunrise, <It's>, sunset. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Sunrise, sunset. Oh, it's the bitter, it's the sweet. It all yes. goes together, Danielle. As two Jews yep. in this, you know, I think we feel this. You know what I mean? Yes. There's a very sort of yes. Jewish morning of, uh, of, of, we tear of, our we, we tear our clothes. We cover up the mirrors of our houses. We sit yeah. shiva, and then we move on. We and take a walk around on. the block after seven days, <laughs> and we embrace the new. That is- oh, that was so <laughs> Jewish. That was wonderful. I know, but you know, look, when two Jews get together, we can't help it. <laughs> we okay. can't help ourselves. Let's dive in. Let's, let's go. Let's dive in. So let's talk um, Potomac. Great. I'm so in. Now, where are you? know, I have, have I spoken to you since Mia came, came, came on? I don't know that scene. you and I have talked about Mia yet. I'd love to know your thoughts of Mia because I, I guess I'll just tell you, I love her. Really? I, oh, I do. I don't know that I love her as a, a per, like, I don't know right. that I need to be best friends, but that's, you know, usually if someone I want to be friends with, I don't yeah. want them on my show. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> a good, great point. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like, that's, you know, except for like Candy, I would like to be friends with, but oh, I sure. also want her on my show. Yeah, but yeah. there's very few that can cross both of those worlds, you know? But, so True. But Mia, where are you? Where are you on Mia? So I find Mia to be very interesting because I love her absolute, you know, forthcoming, forthrightness. Is that the word? Mm-hmm. Where they're sure. like, you know, because we're finding out there's a lot of layers about like, yeah, so she, so many layers, like a lot of sex stuff, a lot of like, and she's like, uh huh, yeah. And I do, I, I do wish she'd just sort of say what it is so we're just all on the same page together. But I appreciate mm-hmm. the fact that she's just like, mm-hmm, whenever anyone asks her a question. Um, this stuff with her best friend is, uh, I got to tell you, the fact that we don't have footage of what happened on the airplane is tough. I, I would have- They should be arrested. I mean, don't we know? You have to keep cameras on these women for 24 hours. Like, that is what it is. Someone sleeps, someone shoots. That's what it is. <laughs> and it's also, just, we've had footage. I remember when, when OC went to, like, I don't know, the North Pole or whatever. Oh, no, like, remember that? Oh, yeah, they went to, like, uh, Iceland. <laughs> that's when Vicky was taken out with a sheet over yes, her head. Yes, yes, yes. Of course, again, sunrise, sunset. Yes. Oh, what a great time. But there's, my point is, there's been footage on airplanes before. And the fact that there wasn't footage on this airplane. Oh, why, and why, you know, why we get Robin recording at that restaurant? Like, Come why on. isn't she taking out her camera? Was she on the? Yeah. Pl- I can't remember who's on this flight. They I had to they do took- a cartoon reenactment. Yes. How dare! So that was tough stuff because I really wanted to see in here. And 
the the sort of absolute destruction of their friendship for being on this <gasps> their show. Their friendship, like years, like Mia lived with her. Like this is Oof. a friendship that goes back year to have that be destroyed is tough. There is there is a lot of stuff going on under the surface there, a lot of hatred. Uh, that's really, and I'm very curious to see if they actually do repair this because it does seem like they've crossed a Rubicon together with their friendship. That right? I don't know that there's going to be repair, but Mia is obviously incredibly watchable. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that that dinner where she came after Wendy, I was like, okay, like she came no, in with an, an yeah. agenda and like, I look, I got to tell you, and don't at me, I was team Wendy all the way. Oh, in- I love Wendy. But also it was ridiculous. Like yeah. what she was doing, what Mia did was ridiculous. And I get it. Like you want to control the narrative. You want your camera time. So you're going to do what you're going to do. I mean, look, Mia is wonderfully watchable. And, you know, Gordon is, you know, this <laughs> daddy. I, I can't stand when a, a woman calls her husband daddy. Like you that know? gets into all sorts of issues for me, like I'm yeah. like, no, mm-mm, I don't, mm-mm. I don't love that either. It's like, oh, we gotta, we gotta do a deep dive on that. But she's all right. I mean, look, the truth is this: I have a number one favorite on Potomac, and no one even comes close. Who is that for you? That is Candace. I love Candace. I love her so, I love her so much. <gasps> Nobody. First of all, she's a wordsmith. Oh, she's a brilliant. I mean, she. It's terrible. I mean, look. Is she mean as a snake when she wants to be? Yes. yes. Do I want her coming after me? Could nope. she destroy me with one shot? Yes. yes. Yes, on the floor. But her, first of all, I've always said, you know, Bethany, in my opinion, always gave the best confessional. Always. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, I, Candace is, uh, oh. is coming for that crown. Oh, she's no, won it. She's no, won it. Nobody does better confessional than Candace. She is because so Because Candace is also good. giving us looks in her oh. confessionals. And Bethany wasn't giving us looks. No, <laughs> like, no, no. offense, but... <laughs> Candace is looks. It's wordplay. It's, I mean, it is, and it's stuff that I've never heard before. That's I mean, the thing. Not today, neck. Not no. today, ankles. I mean, okay, not Sesame today, Street. Say, yeah, I mean, I mean, Sesame, again, I mean, would I want her saying these things about me? Never. Oh, I'd never recover. Oh, I'd be on the floor. You'd have to, you'd have to pull <laughs> me out of the hole. I dug myself to bury myself alive. A hundred percent. So I love her so much. And I find, and also they came hard for Chris this year. And you know what? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And that is, they didn't have anything to talk about. They decided to go for Chris. I was really sad about them going for Chris. And because there is a world where men and women do do this shit. They are. So that's what to me felt like. I believe in Chris. I believe, I believe in Chris. the I editors are showing us like when that friend was like, oh, <laughs> when the Sesame Street friend, I'm just calling her that because I can't remember her yes. name. But when she was like, he was flirting with me, blah, blah, blah. He was talking to me. And then the editors show him just not even <laughs> giving her the time. Chris is literally like, hey, what's up? Like nothing. And she's like, there was a vibe. And when she was saying Wendy's husband was also. Oh, please. <laughs> it did make me laugh though when Wendy was like, you smile at the dog. Yeah. <laughs> and, they, and they, by the way, they cut to him smiling too much at, at nothing. <sighs> so I didn't appreciate them coming for Chris. No, I thought they, they, I thought it was very clear that, that, like you said, the editors were like, Mm-mm, we're going to, we're going to yeah. have our boy in this. And also the thing about Ashley is this, you know, as a person who uh, is recently divorced, I can tell you this. There's a there's a theory that I read about that basically for the first two years after you get divorced, your brain is broken. And I can attest to the fact that that is true. 
Like you think you're normal, like you think you're coping well, and then you look back and you're like, and by the way, I want to say I'm out of my two years and things are fine. Congratulations. We're doing great. Everyone's (laughs) fine. We're, you know, we're back in our bodies. But looking back, I was like, wow, I, I, uh, I made some choices. I said some things that at the time seemed appropriate. And looking back, I was like, I should have been locked in a box. For- <laughs> <laughs> it is tough to go on screen. She, not only is she recently in the middle of a divorce, but also two babies. Like Very I didn't recover young. from having one baby for like, th- your brain yeah. is away. Also broken. Also broken. And I do want to say this. Here's the ultimate thing about her coming for Chris. Ashley, you were married to the single worst husband that's ever been, maybe in the history. I mean, I'm sure there's worse. I mean, look, I would say Joe Judice only because he sent his wife to prison. That's pretty bad. <laughs> that's but pretty guess tough. What? I picked that's Joe tough. all day long over that revolting Michael Darby. Well, I think because Joe Judice or people keep correcting me. I don't know. Is it Judice? Is it Judice? I don't know. Guys, they keep changing it. It's not my fault. But the the thing about him was uh, he could be funny sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> like 100%. Michael Darby yeah. might have sent his wife to prison for something that she had no idea was happening. But Michael Darby is just a, a, a like a, a, a like a boring, ruddy faced, disgusting butt pincher, and and who humiliated Ashley over and over, over and over again, and acted in ways that were so revolting on camera. And by the way, again, not that Joe's behavior was no. so fantastic. I'm not oh, saying that. Oh, he called his wife like terrible things. Yes, Remember yes. In the, in, when they were on that fucking yes, RV the trip? wine trip. Yes. Oh my God, like, wife oh. is coming. Oh, she's such a fucking, I was like, oh Jesus. Yeah, so look, yeah. he's no angel, but the point is Michael Darby is such trash. And also, you know what? And I've admitted this on your, on this very show before. I, I I think Chris is cute. I think he's wow. cute. Wow. And so, <laughs> and oh, so <laughs> I, I'm a Chris apologist. Okay. And I don't I don't buy any of this. And I root for Chris and Candace so hard. So anyway. And he's, and he's into Candace. He yes. is her ride or die. Candace Correct. is not easy. No. <laughs> no. I, God love her, neither am I. <laughs> um, so I get it. I get what it takes. Um, and you know what Candace has really perfected? What? Uh, it's the Kyle Richards hard napkin point to the corner of uh, I will crying. Oh, she has not even, she has taken it to another level. Kyle yes. Richards, I didn't even know. Her, I'm afraid for her eye sockets every <laughs> day. They are tougher than nails because she's going to poke a goddamn eye out. Yes. And also, these are napkins that have been, in my opinion, they seem to be very um, bleached and stiff. And yeah. they are and they both are, are, are guilty of this, but you're correct that Candace has really taken it, where it is wrapped around an index finger. There's a sharp point to mm-hmm. the napkin. And then it is it is injected right into the inner tear duct. And honestly, I worry. I worry. Every I day they I have worry. an ophthalmologist on speed dial. Every day they, I worry. Every day. I, I mean, I think my guess is that's a beauty queen thing to not, yeah. you know, because she comes from the yeah. beauty world, um, of to not mess your makeup. But it is yeah. at the expense of your ocular health. <laughs> <laughs> I am truly so, concerned. Yeah, we really veered off of your one question, which was, what do you think I don't even remember. Well, let's talk just in uh, Potomac, like, you know, I would love to also talk the Karen and Sharice of it all. And Mm. also just talk Karen's, you know, purple 
look in the with the gloves and the I mean it's just a look we've had so many looks but this is one I didn't see coming this no. purple no. um testimonial look is yeah. like like a, a princess meets first of all I, I want to say something about Karen I did watch what happens live with Karen you did that's right I want you to know that I love Karen I love uh, I think she's had one of the better glow-ups of any oh, housewife. Yes, for that sure. Karen was beautiful before, but she has done it in a way where I'm like, oh, you do look different, but you look great. And you and look great. Still, and you still look like yourself, but 100%. like the best version of yourself. It's not like we yes. need her face to settle like Vicky. You know what I mean? Like we're This not, is not a Larsa Pippen. No. Oh, Larsa, you cannot recognize. No, no, no. It's literally witness protection level yeah. of yeah, yeah, yeah. face. Like what? Um, she looks, I think, just more beautiful. And also, I have to say, she was so great and such a doll and so lovely. And I, 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 I like Karen. I, I, I just, Karen. I like her. And I actually do think that Karen is a good person. I really do. Yeah. And I she's mean, most of the time. <laughs> Look, most of the time. She gets a 95% good person. And uh, what's going on with her and Sharice, like, there is some deep, deep stuff. I mean, when Karen, when all of a sudden, <laughs> when she's like, don't you ever talk about my mother? And who was it that was like, I don't, did you hear her say anything about a yeah, mother? I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I no. didn't. But I do think that Sharice, now people were saying she did go to her mother's funeral and all this stuff, but, but I But to think, get clout. Like yes, she went to the funeral I to totally hold it over Karen's think, head later. Exactly. Yes. She wanted, she was playing a chip. Correct. And she knew that she was going to cash in that chip someday. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I also am not mad at Karen for not going to Sharice's, I was want to say father's Maybe. funeral. I, again, there was, there's a lot track. of funeral. I've lost track. Not to yeah. lie. I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of death. And again, the circle of life. I yeah. like people get all these are things yeah. that are happening in my mm -hmm. my world as well as Karen and Charisse's. True. And and so I, Karen did. I saw the text message. I looked it up online. Good for you. Message. You did your research. And that's did what I like about research, you. Because I'm a journalist. Yep. Um, of the highest yes. caliber. I consider myself a historian, a, a yeah. Real Housewives historian. So, and I'm more of a journalist. I'm a journalist, but journalists do their historical research. Yes. So, yes. I'm. You know what? I'm a. Here's the thing. You're the journalist. I'm the pundit who comes on your show. You're Ken Burns. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Diane Sawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay. Um, okay. That, I mean, you know, like you just need to like it. It was back in the day. Have <laughs> <laughs> that music. Okay. Going. Tell me about your text. What was the text that you so found? So the text basically was Karen, not my text. Karen's text yes. to Cherise, uh -huh. basically saying, "I'm so sorry for your loss. Right. Like, I am with you. I'm thinking of you. This is terrible. Like, basically, like." If there's anything I can do, right. but we are praying for you, um, sending you love. This is tough. Like, I don't, I think that that's fine. Like coming, if you don't feel right coming, you shouldn't go. You know what I mean? Like, I just kind of, I'm sort of like, if you don't feel it, you shouldn't go. You know what I'm saying? Like, Agreed. I respect that Karen was like, I don't know that she needs me there right now. Where Sharice Something was like. Something else is going on. Yeah. Something else is going on that ha that's happened off camera that we do not know about, and it is nasty, it's and nasty. Uh, it feels uh, unfixable. 
to me. Oh, yeah. They're they're unfixable. Whereas, like, I don't like Sharice and Karen together. I don't love Sharice. Like, she's always what just, like... What does she bring? She brings sort of, like... She's always in a, like, kind of in a dour mood. Yeah, it's Eeyore. She brings Eeyore energy, and I don't know that I need that in my yeah. housewives. It's, she's like... not giving us much. She's just sort of, like, shuffles in with a glass of champagne. Hey. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> she's just... Like, I don't... Again... Robin has sleepy energy, but it works for yes. Robin because mm-hmm. she's still giving us the most. But Sharice, yeah. but also one of my favorite moments from that fight that Sharice and Karen has was when Karen was like, I can't even go to the Safeway. And then he says, why are you going to the Safeway? <laughs> So great. She loves her Safeway. Uh, it just made me let the whole exchange was the way I well, love Potomac. Karen slamming her hands on the oh table and standing God. up. We've never seen her get We've quite never like that. Seen Even that. Even over the three wicks. Like we haven't seen her get that, you know, uh bothered. And so that was that was intense. And what did someone call it? They were like this geriatric. They <laughs> called it geriatric. <laughs> I don't know. But I, I really enjoyed it. And I have to say. You know, the thing about, I do, not to keep talking about my divorce, and but I just no, want to do please. one. please, it, it all makes I, sense. <laughs> I want to do one quick callback. Yeah, please, and, to and your divorce. Gonna, Let's do a callback to your divorce. Just just uh, to, to New York, but it's okay. it's a winding road, but hang with me. So right when my marriage ended, it uh, there was a new, and by the way, it ended right at the beginning of the pandemic. All the timing was fantastic. Oh, but that's there was, time. It was that's tough. tough timing. And there was a new season of New York. And I thought, oh, fantastic. I'm going to shut my brain off and I'm going to watch this new season of New York. And it was, and I I had a moment about 20 minutes in where I was seized with an ice cold fear. Do you ever have an adrenaline, a bad adrenaline rush? Oh, yes. I mean, I guess you could call that a panic Panic attack. attack. I was going to say, in my life, it was known as a panic attack. Right. So it's a panic attack where I was like, oh my God, every single one of these women are divorced. Mm-hmm. and every one of them are are not doing so hot. Mm-hmm. And uh, you remember Ramona sitting in the bar hysterically crying over just wanting to find love? Yes, yes. But we didn't see, we also saw not one teardrop. Just, I'm no, just putting that correct. out there. Good she point. does not know how. But, but yes. It, I, I went through all the women, and I was like, oh my God, every one of them, every one of them is, uh, not that you need to be in a relationship to be happy. I'm no, just saying, of course not. all of them had had failed marriages, and all of them were, again, not doing great. Mm-hmm. And you know what's funny? I had to take a hiatus from yeah. the housewives. And I, I did. Thought. We talked about this. Yeah. I took a hiatus from the housewives because it's stopping fun to me. And it was, again, that was part of my two years of my brain being broken. And I actually had to get back into them because I was going to be on Watch What Happens. And I was like, shit, I have to be up to date with Salt Lake and Potomac. And I got to tell you, Potomac to me has rekindled my joy. Oh, I'm so happy for you. It brought my joy back because I, there's something about Potomac that isn't depressing. Yeah. And it's not. No. It's not. There is so much. Those women give a ton of joy. And yes. even when they're going through bad times, it doesn't yes. feel dark. It doesn't feel like... No. Like Ashley in the throes of this divorce or whatever, but you want her to be divorced. Yeah, oh, and I, she's so breezy. Yes. <laughs> and I'm so happy. And also, guess, guess who I'm not worried about? Ashley Darby. She's going to do just fine. She's already had an affair with that really gorgeous guy from Summer House House or Winter House or whatever. Yes. She's fine. So I have to say Potomac brings me joy. It just makes me happy. I look forward to it. So you know what? Thank you, Potomac. Thank you for bringing me back I love them. It's important. And you're right about the tone. Tonally, it's, it's too 
dark. I had to stop OC yeah. during the pandemic and during the last election. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. It was, I couldn't, yeah. for some reason, like, well, for all the obvious reasons, the women of OC were, I found them so triggering. Beyond, and also Vicky and her anti-vax yes. energy. Yeah, well, it's And just, the state of the country and Kelly yeah. Dodd. Like, I was just like... Oh, yes, I, Kelly I Dodd. Couldn't, mm-hmm. I just couldn't... I had to take off OC because the, I found OC triggering. I was like, I, this is not the country I want to live in. And, like, yeah. I just... I, I was just like, I, I'm not getting enjoyment out of watching those women. I'm back with them, but, like... Yeah. I, but it's still not, like, where I need it to be for, you know, and... No. Not, it was just tough. Sometimes it's tricky. I remember when I was going through my fertility journey, mm-hmm. I had to stop watching Teen Mom. Yeah. Oh, I well, used to watch yeah. Teen Mom. <laughs> uh, that would make perfect sense. That's self-harm to watch yeah. Teen Mom during a but fertility I was like, journey. I couldn't stop, but it was like, it was like, you know, it was like well, awful to myself. Danielle, like, and then I these, had to stop. These children ding-dongs put two feet on the bed and get pregnant in three I know, seconds. and I was just like, and I am working so hard. And, Come on. And I was Come really on. So, th- I, I mean, I'm, first of all, I, I got to be honest, Teen Mom is upsetting to me under any circumstance. I used, so. to, I used to watch it so much, though. Like, I, it was like my gateway, probably, to Bill Housewives. <laughs> like, I was just like, I'm a big reality. You know what I mean? Like, I just, yeah. for some reason, I found it fascinating and you know and as someone who like took her pill every fucking day you know I was like yeah but also I think as a kid growing up you were like don't get pregnant don't get pregnant you know it was like so like the scariest thing so I don't know there was something about it that I found fascinating and then I I get it let me ask a question so Andy Mm -hmm. was actually doing his stories yesterday from the Potomac reunion yes I was watching of course right and apparently this was like 15 hours of yes. reunion. So do you think they're obviously going to have, I literally won't commit her name to memory. It is, is Mia's friend Jackie? Is that I her think name? it's Jacqueline. Jacqueline. She's obviously going to be on the reunion. She, she has, has to, to be. be. Yes. Yes, okay. of course. And there's such, I think there's such anger from Jacqueline at Mia. Yes. I do think Mia's probably gotten a little uh, the fame has kind of gotten to her head. Oh, come on, of course. Oh, of course. And so there's that going on. Jacqueline was there for Mia, I think, during some of her darkest times. I think, and I said this last week on the episode, the darkest thing that Mia said to Jacqueline that I heard of in the cartoon of the fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so again, uh-huh. we weren't there for it, was that like your kids eat all my food. Yeah. Like that to me is yeah. such a low blow because when you are like when you're taking care of someone's kids, they are your kids. So it's not your yeah. food. They, like that's that kid's exactly. food. Like that to me was like, oh, Don't do that. Be, I would never walk in that person's house again. I couldn't. No. I couldn't come back from that because I would be like, you're always thinking this. Correct. You just don't say anything ever about the kids. Yeah. Also, that's not bad behavior. When children no. eating is not bad behavior. <laughs> and and like, exactly. And it's like when children are in your house, you're their parent. Correct. Like that is, that's how I am. I'm like, this is my child at this of moment. Course. And I am taking care of them. Like, and so I'm, they should be, God forbid I couldn't feed. Like uh, th- maybe that's again that you, I'm like, eat, I, well, eat, come eat. on. <laughs> like, that I'm is, all. I mean, that is, my, my grandmother always said to me, if you, if you have not over ordered and don't, like every party, she was like, you have to have too much food. Yes. She's like, I want to be angry that I over ordered at the end of a party. Cause Honestly, to a Jewish person, the single most humiliating thing that can ever happen to you is running out of food at a oh. party. I, you can't, I would you can't much show ra- your face. Oh, uh, that would be... You want to try to go to Yom Kippur next year after you <laughs> ran out of food at your party? So I agree with you on the food thing. It's not nice. So I'm very interested in this reunion. And I think Candace is going to bring it. And I think Chris is going to get to have his comeuppance. I'm very excited. How many more episodes do we have? I'm not sure. If he's 
shooting the reunion right now, I would say at least four or five. And we know next okay. week, Robin said something like, I've got a picture of blue eyes and can't like that to oh, me. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oof. Mm. Oof. We have a lot awaiting us. I'm very excited. Um, let's take a break and we're going to come back and just talk kind of like Salt Lake in general and what we think is ahead. And we're back. Okay. Now, we did not, as we know, have a reunion episode, but I'm just curious your thoughts on the season, on the Jen Shaw, on the sentencing, on the, I mean, on the jail time, on her now. We just found out she's not going to be doing a one-on-one with her, I'm sorry, lie-filled statement is what I would say. I don't know if you saw her statement. (laughs) I'm happy to read it. Um, What are your thoughts on all of these things? And Heather, everything. I have so much to say. Love it. So first of all, this season was a little depressing and particularly chaotic. Uh, The thing that really struck me about the season is it doesn't work when there's no alliances to anyone. Mm -hmm. When every single cast member is at war with every single cast member, there's just like, it's like, who's going to sit on which couch at the reunion? It doesn't even matter. Like there's too much, like there's too many things and too many people hating each other. And I need alliances. Without alliances, we don't have anything to hold on to. So this felt like a free fall. This season felt like a free fall. Um, I do want to say as a precursor, I also was recently, I'll watch what happens with Heather, Heather Gay. Wow. And so Heather is a delight. Yeah. And I really enjoyed, and so it's not fair because I feel a little bit tainted because I really enjoyed being on that with Heather. And she feels to me like a very real human being in she person. She does. I agree. And I, I would say, and we've met Heather in person too. We Wasn't went her to best the, season. No, she didn't. It, and again, she's a human being. We are all humans to have, Correct. and I will say, as I've said uh, many times, to have your life documented 24 oh, hours no, no. a day. Like there are some true garbage people on the show, but also like we could all be in an edit and, you know. I also want to say something. I want to just say something that I think about a lot about the housewives. Do you know how brave you have to be to be a housewife? I was just saying this the other day. I, do you understand, like, uh, you, in this particular world, with the vile hideousness of social media, and this is not a character you're playing. This is you, your life, everything. The way that you are just absolutely like torn to shreds in this day and age. So I just think these women are like the toughest of tough cookies to put themselves out there to, to, and obviously it's not like it's all real, but it's still you. It's your face. And you're still getting those, because you have to be on social media in order to be a housewife because you have to be promoting and you have to be like, what's going to happen next week? But you're going to get that vile feedback. I mean, we get shit just for talking about the housewives. People have stuff to say about every week about something we've said. And we're just a comedy podcast making, trying to make jokes. Oh, that's funny. I've never had anyone write anything negative about me on the internet. It's always been so lovely. People don't say the fucking nastiest shit to me out of nowhere. Like I can't imagine going to someone's face. We always say like, talk about it behind their backs. That's what I say about (laughs) even me on this podcast. You don't like me. You don't like what things I'm saying. Please, God bless you. That's what we do in this podcast. We also say like, don't tag anyone. Nobody needs to know our fucking thoughts. It's none of their business what we think about them. Couldn't agree more. So I think they're incredibly brave. So that being said, it wasn't wasn't a great season for anybody. 
There are no winners. I personally think Heather had a tough season. That whole black eye bullshit. Like, that was like, oh, I was really pissed off. It was so odd. Well, it, it also just felt like, you know, someone who had experienced a lot of trauma from their early days. And it was like, oh, I see what your family structure was by the way you're dealing with this. I see how you sublimate all your emotions. Like, it was dark. Like, it, yeah. it wasn't fun. It was dark. Like, nothing about it. All of it was really dark. I mean, look, shouts out to Greek Angie, who <laughs> really, I mean, she is vying for, you know, to get on that show. And yeah. she was like, I'm going to do the most. So it was like, that was a tiny... But also other Angie. Angie Harrington was also doing the most and her weird, yeah. her weird husband who like started that Shaw account. Like that is some fucked up shit. I'm not saying Jen Shaw isn't worthy of an account. I'm just saying... No, like, no, no. But that's insane for a grown-ass man. First of all, that to me is grounds, not to mention this word again, for divorce. Yes. Like, <laughs> what? If I found out my husband did that, I'd be like, ew, what is the matter with you? I'd be so creeped out. We would have to... We would have, we would be going through a lot. It might end in divorce. We try yeah. therapy. I just don't Extensive know if I can. Extensive counseling. And, and I honestly would, ha- he would have had to have had a psychotic break. Yes. And that is the only yes. thing that it's like, you had a psychotic break. Correct. We are, we're, you're in a good place. We're back yeah. to basics. Like Agreed. we're, but otherwise, like, I don't know how you come back from that. You know, it's very interesting because when I went on Watch What Happens, this was, this was in October, I think. So it was mm-hmm. before, obviously, all the gen sentencing stuff and, you know, I said very plainly, I was like, uh, she's, a, 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 but she had already uh, taken her plea deal at that point. Okay, she just so hadn't been sentenced. Yeah. And I'm like, she's a convicted felon who defrauded the elderly. Like, here's the thing. People got very angry with me. And I got some like- For saying not, that? Why? Yes. Because she is. I mean, that's just because the Because there's people who are on the Shaw squad. I think there's people that are on the Shaw squad. But that's just the facts. That's just Here, facts. Here's the thing. I'm going to say some things. Mm-hmm. I don't care for your opinion on what I'm about to say. So don't even bother adding me on any social media platform. Because I'm first of all, I'm not on Twitter anymore. Twitter is mm-hmm. dead to me. I'm I have my Twitter. account. And I'm like, why aren't I deactivating my account? Like, I don't know how. I honestly don't know how to. <laughs> well, I think here's the problem. You have to log into your fucking computer. You can't do it from your phone. And I'm like, I oh, can't. please. That's going to take a year for me to get that fi- figured out. I but can't. I don't engage on Twitter. So whatever you say about me on Twitter, I'm never going to see anyway. And I also have pretty strict filters on my Instagram. So whatever you say about me, guess what? Again, not my business. But um, anyway, Jen, to me, is a uh, psychotic felon who is like, she's a sociopath. There's something wrong with her. And the thing that makes it so particularly terrible is how she's played victim this entire season and what she's put her mother through Mm. and her mother, like, cashing in all of her savings to defend her daughter and her mother truly believing in her innocence. I don't understand whatever sick shit she's got going on with her husband, their symbiotic sickness. And then her talking about how terrible this is for her children. It's like, yeah, you did this. Like, I have no sympathy for her. You know who I have sympathy for? The fucking senior citizens who invested their life savings in her fucking scam. And by the way, this wasn't some little scam. This was a years and years long scam where there was literally boiler rooms of people who were targeting people. She was the queen of this. And then having the nerve to blame it on Stuart, it's like, dude, you were the consigliere. Stuart just did your bidding. Like, it's all, she is fucking guilty as sin and a criminal and a crook. There's no way around it. I have no sympathy for her. And anyone who sympathizes with her, what the fuck is wrong with you? 
I will say this, and I, and this, this is all, these are all truths. I will say for some reason, I do think you want to believe, I wanted to believe that she was in under, over her head and something that she didn't know because sometimes there is this. I believe Teresa did not know what Joe was oh, doing. Oh, I believe Teresa had no And he said, idea. sign this paper. Joe knew, she, but Teresa yeah, didn't, didn't know. No idea. No. And I wanted to believe that on some level because sometimes there is such a thin line between what is legal and what is a pyramid scheme. You know what I mean? It's like, I I don't know those things. You know what I mean? I mean, I I do, but like, I would say, so I was like, well, maybe, you know, like I, I wanted the benefit of the doubt. But as she's shown herself, and it's not, she keeps saying that's a character on TV. No. No, no. Her statement that she read in court yes. is like, I'm sick. I, there's something wrong with me. I have mental issues. Like, and by the way, even that to me is an excuse. But even this statement that she, but I literally, everything was substantiated to me. Yeah. The statement she released about not doing the one-on-one with Andy, whatever, do the one-on-one or not. I'm going to read it to you. Official statement from Jen Shaw regarding the one-on-one with Andy Cohen and Bravo. On January 6th, I stood before Judge Stein and asked him to see me not as a fictionalized character, but as the real Jen Shaw. I am now at a point legally, emotionally, and mentally where I can answer some questions and provide a few unknown details about my case. I I want and need to share these critical facts. I owe it to those that I love and that support me to hear the truth. I will not be doing the one-on-one with Andy Cohen and Bravo because of their unwillingness to remove contractual provisions that would allow the network to legally make misrepresentations of me and my story relating to any and all topics prior to and during the course of my participation. This special one-on-one interview was not part of my Real Housewives of SLC reality TV contract. I promised myself and my loving family that I would not allow this portion of my life to be sensationalized or inaccurately conveyed. Again, this is about her. Mm -hmm. Too many people have been hurt by my actions and my inability to control my own narrative. That Again, by your actions, not your inability to control your own narrative. Bullshit. This has nothing to do with that. I would rather remain silent and wait until I am able to accurately share my story than continue having complete lies and misrepresentations about me smeared across the headlines. I intend to speak and you will hear from me. I will share my story and this painful part of my life very soon. This yeah, painful part of my, but the narcissism of that statement, nothing about what she did, but about how she was, per, I was just like, oh, you're you're yeah. a sociopath. You're an absolute sociopath. I'm going to take a little bit of a left turn here and just go with me. So do you remember okay. Bill O'Reilly, who was a pundit on Fox News? Is, you <sighs> of know, course. Yes. Famous. It's we'll disgusting. do it live. Whatever. Yeah, it's disgusting. So he, you know, he, he got fired because he was doing the most revolting sexual harassment of women. Yes. My favorite, which is when he left a message telling a woman he was going to uh, rub her vagina with a loofah. Oh, which I got to tell you, the um, worst, yeah, the that worst was the thing favorite. I've ever, that is a threat. Oh. That is that, a threat. <laughs> Because you know what every woman wants? Why don't you just take sandpaper and tell a woman you're going to rub her? It's like, have you ever been with a woman? Because that's not what you do. Why don't you take a nail file and file down my clitoris? (laughs) That's (laughs) That's exactly correct. So anyway, the thing that Bill O'Reilly kept saying was, and by the way, he had paid these women off millions and millions and millions of dollars. And he kept saying, I can't tell my side, but I will. And when I get everything in place and when I, you know what's funny? He never really followed up on that. He never circled back. There is no your side. Your side is you committed a fucking crime and you got busted for it and now you're fucked. There is no other side to her. There is no narrative for her to tell. She was the spearhead of a multifaceted criminal organization that, again, purposefully defrauded elderly people of their life savings. That's it. That's all she wrote, dude. It's over. You're going to prison. And by the way, 
if you look, the judge gave her an incredibly light sentence. Light as fuck. I was shocked by how light that sentence is. And it was actually less than the minimum mandatory. And I, she, that's my point is she should be thanking her fucking lucky stars because you know what her, yes, she's missing a chunk of her children's lives. She's going to be there for her grandkids. She'll be there for all that stuff. But also like no seemingly again, I guess I keep wanting this from people, from Erica. Again, yeah. Erica didn't do what she did. Obviously, Correct. Erica's just wearing the mil- the, the earrings yeah. no matter whatever. Like, just like the no sort of sense of of empathy, like the lack of of responsibility and empathy to me is always a shock. And I get that instinct when you're in the wrong to be like, but I'm, I didn't, you know, believe me, I have felt that and done that. You know what I'm saying? We all have. Sometimes when we're, shown our true selves, we don't want to see it and we, and we fight it. But like at some point with therapy and like come down, do you, do you not go like, I'm going to shut up about what's happening to me at this moment. And I I, I don't think there's any saving of this person. I think this is what you see is what you get. And I just have, I'm sorry. I have zero sympathy for her, like constant crying. And I'm under a lot of pressure. Right. So if I uh, committed a horrible crime against defenseless elderly people, I guess I'd feel like I was under a lot of pressure too when I got found out. I just, it, it to me, it's enough already. Well, she um, was very breezy for the first half of the season for someone being accused of such terrible things. Very breezy. Here's one of the biggest sins she committed uh, because she couldn't leave the country uh, all these women had to go to fucking San Diego. We were going to San Diego. Trip. We were going to Arizona again. I mean, I mean, that honestly, was... but going to San Diego, I'm sorry. And everyone who lives in San Diego, you know what? I know you're happy there and that's great. That's a punishment. Yeah. Come on. Everybody else gets to go to no one, You don't want a vacation. Yeah, everyone else is in. Even like, why not Miami? Why not Hawaii? It, uh, I mean, Hawaii. Those, are the, those are in the 50. Why are I we? I agree. That was a travesty of justice. Yeah. Anyway, so sorry to... Sorry to get so uh, intense no, about look, Jen all Shaw. opinions are welcome. We have made, we try and make this a safe space. Like we always say, like you can, have, and I also know that when Leslie makes her opinion, I will agree completely 100%. And then <laughs> someone else will come on that next week and say, Jen Shaw is a beautiful, innocent person. And I'm going to be like, you're right. I can't believe I ever doubted her. So just know that I am going to change with the wind. Yes, get it. <laughs> but I, I'm very interested about the pathology of whatever sick shit she's got going on with Coach Shaw because- I like him, and I he seems too. like such a solid, smart human being. And I don't understand what goes on because he, like, does he really not believe that she is? I don't know. What, th- I don't this is, know. Well, These are the questions, what? and also the reason she, she doesn't want to sit down with Andy Cohen because she doesn't want to have any accountability. And exactly. for her to somehow flip it back on Bravo, it's like, right? Just like, look, you know, uh, Bill O'Reilly, he's still going to come forward. It's been eight years, but... And also her being like, I need, I haven't been in control of my narrative. And that's one of the main reasons. Like, just saying that her not being in control of her narrative has also contributed to what is, that she's going to jail. It's like, no, 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 no. The narrative is, you, you might not be able to control like which, I mean, we saw a lot of your behavior. (laughs) Just like, what are your general feelings about Salt Lake this season? I wasn't its best season. You know, I no. didn't like the dissolution of Heather and, um, you know, Bad Weather. Yeah. Whitney and yeah. Heather. That was a sad thing. She's I on her say, hill and journey. When you're the on a hill journey. journey is tough. 
I will say Lisa Barlow came through this season yeah. in a way she's never, and I never would have seen her star rise had it not been for this season. I'm done with Meredith and her blazers. Ugh. I'm like, like, just, you know, like, give me some energy <laughs> or give me death. Like, I just have yeah. no, not, I'm not calling for her death. I just mean, like, you know, give I me, mm-hmm. give me, give me something. Give me more. Give me something like, to hold on to. Yes. Give me something. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I did miss Mary Cosby, her weird, again, she didn't show up at the reunion. You get what you get if you don't show up at the reunion. I understand yeah. the rules of the game. But mm-hmm. I wanted to make, I just, her, if I could just see interstitials of her roaming around her house through the racks of clothing and get, <laughs> like, I would be fine. Like, Agreed. I, just, I, I missed that energy. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's so um, true. I don't know how they're going to recoup next year. I don't know yeah. what it's going to look like. Those Angie's and the Dana's are not enough. no. It's not enough. I have a question for you. Uh-huh. Sorry, to, I don't mean to interrupt you, but so I have not. I watched the initial iteration of Miami years ago. I did ago. not. I'm I have now. not. I have not watched now. Now everybody said it's so amazing, good. and everyone's saying take it off Peacock and put Salt Lake on Peacock. That's what but everyone's I'm saying, saying. Why does it have to get off Peacock? I got yeah. Peacock. I'm watching Ultimate Girls <laughs> Trip on Peacock. Like true. Look, it's the only reason I'm watching Peacock. I'm going to be honest good point. with you. Girl, I what am I watching Girls Peacock for? Yeah, get. It, it is so good. I'm telling you right now, just the vibes. We have some really fun housewives. We have Marisol. I didn't watch the initial. I knew the players, but I didn't yeah. really know what was going on. But we have Marisol is back. Alexia is back. We have Gertie, who's amazing. We have Kiki, who's amazing. We have um, Larsa Pippen, but she looks like a totally new person. Like I mean, that Lisa is— Lisa Hochstein with this fucking Lenny. Okay, but see, here's what's funny. This is proof. That the housewives like, I don't even have to watch it. I know all what's going That's on with Lisa exactly. Hawks and her divorce. You know exactly, but I'm telling you, there's yeah. something about Miami, and maybe it's because I'm from Florida. Oh but yeah, it's giving me life. I it's the one I tune into like on Thursday. Like oh, really? most You're of like, them, I I'm watch just it like now. whatever. There is the vibe and the drama. Marisol, she's probably an alcoholic, and I, sure. I'm just gonna, I don't know for sure. You missed so, her mother. Her mother was in the oh, original Oh, I, I mean, but I didn't. Yeah, I yeah, did. yeah. Even though I didn't watch it, I did not miss her mother. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that Mama was a Elsa lot. Was yeah, that was a lot to take a in. A lot. Mm-hmm. And like, let me, I'm, I'm just seeing what I wrote about Miami real quick, because like, there's Nicole, she's a doctor, she's getting married, she has real money in this gorgeous house. And this guy that she's marrying, and he's going after Larsa. Like, it is... I mean, like, in... Is Larsa a good housewife? She... I can't decide. People love her. She's giving... She gives a lot of drama. Like, she... Nicole's an actual doctor, right? And she went after Nicole for being like, you fucked every doctor in the hospital. Like, yeah, like it's so... Like, okay. she did. Like, that's not how you become a doctor, Larsa. Larsa's right. like, everybody knows that you fucked everybody, every doctor in the hospital, and that's how you got, like, ahead. And it's like, that's that's actually not how it works, I don't think, for right. doctors. I think you really have to, like, kind of... I don't know, but didn't Larsa get ahead by just being, well, like, I think a Larsa's sad like, Kardashian pro- side character? Well, and that's, like, a lot of people are saying, well, she's just projecting. You know what I right. mean? But, like, watching yeah. this happen in real time, like, it's fascinating. Alexia has obviously been through so much. She's finally found happiness. There's also Martina Navratilova's no. wife, Julia. She's on it? Yes! I didn't know that. So we get that. Martina? Wow, I did not I know mean, that. I mean, I'm gonna, can I say, wow. I feel like people are on board, on, on board. Casey's like, she's sort of into it, but I love Miami. I It is a breath of fresh 
I oh, feel like it's been talking about it. I'm just, I really would like you, I'd love you to come okay. back once you've seen it because it's, it's a joy to behold. I really find myself on a, on like a tropical getaway when I'm there. <laughs> I need that. I will report back. Please report I'll back. I'll report back. I think, I think you'll, you'll be happy you did. Thank you. In the same way that Potomac is giving you. Now, look, are there some triggering things? There are some tough divorces going yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, you know, I'm sure that my divorce was exactly like oh, Lisa. Oh, I'm sure that and- you were having basically sex parties with young Yes. 20-year-old, like, Miami Beach models, yeah. and mm-hmm. then your husband decided to cheat on you and then throw you and your very small children out of the house after Oh, so he... it's my story. It's yes. my exact and then he story. also gave you tons of plastic surgery to create the woman that he wanted, and I guess yes. you, like, it's, it's the Leslie Grossman story. I mean, then that's that's going to be tough to watch, but you know what? I yeah. have to confront myself. Okay, yeah. thank you Sometimes for this. You I appreciate it. you got to see yourself in the, in the pictures. Um <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, it really is. I, I'm truly okay. enjoying myself. So I All want right. you to. Leslie, thank, thank you. you so much for coming on today. We've missed you for our 300th episode. Thank you. An honor, a joy. Uh, again, just to get to look at your hair for an hour was mm-hmm. wonderful. I'm glad. Guys, if you can, it. just seek out Danielle's hair so that you can see what's going on. I'm jealous. Second. It's good light. Um, and you know, I just want to say I'm so, I'm happy to be back in the universe. I'm, I left it for a minute and I'm, I'm very happy to be back. I do find that even in the hardest times, not all the housewives work for us, but when I was going through a very difficult time in my life a few years ago, for some reason, when I tell you the only thing that I could put my eyes on were Real Housewives of Atlanta Mm. and Gilmore Girls. And I had seen Gilmore Girls a hundred times, but like those were the, like everything was like, "Ah," like I could not watch (laughs) a God. It was like too bright, too bright. You know, like I was like in a closet. And those two things were like waves crashing for me. And so you find what you find when you find it. And I'm so glad that Potomac was that, was that um, lighthouse in a storm for you. Look at that. You know what, baby gorgeous? (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, baby gorgeous. Thank you, baby gorgeous. And everybody, come on, don't be a fool. Watch Leslie on American Horror Story. There's like so many seasons of it. She's so good. It's so good. Don't be a fool. Don't be a fool. Danielle, um, I love you. I love you too. Congratulations on everything. Oh, thank you. Goodbye. Uh, thank you, everyone. Thank you, Amelia. Thank you, Caitlin. Thank you, Leslie. Thank you, Earwolf. And thanks to myself. Thank you, Casey, too. Of course, she's always with us in spirit. And I, I'm saying thank you today, but really thank you to myself because I really... I really held this one together. I really did. If it weren't for me, this episode wouldn't have happened. So let's all just give a big shout out to, to me today. Bye, guys. I love you. Happy 300th episode of Bitch Sess. Thank you guys for taking us this far. We love you. <laughs> <laughs>